Hi everyone, welcome to Not Eclipsed, but a Painting, painting the, the Future, future, future. Which is a side podcast, or bonus podcast, from Eclipsed, our regularly scheduled programming. In this series, we take either a character or a situation, and we take a little deep dive on it in order to really get into the nuts and bolts of it in context with the entire series. And This week is a special week, because... We are diving into the interactions on screen of Mohinder and Siler, as well as the fandom activities off screen uh, involving those two characters, and what they mean to us personally, your hosts, and the fandom at large. We're going to talk about the Mylar of it all. Let's kick things off with... It's not really a confession if you know us. That's why you know us. Uh, But we both got involved in the Heroes fandom heavily after the season one finale. But that didn't mean there weren't fan works that were being created before then. Yes. So first of all, I want to start with you, Rachel. Me? With you? (laughs) Watch me just interview you. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what was the first drawing and why? Like, okay, I think it was just Siler. Okay. And, like, I, I looked at my art the other day, and I think it was, like, Siler, and I drew, like, a Claire by herself. Because it was just, like, you know, it was the show had, I believed it was, like, around the finale time, and I was, like, feeling the need for hero stuff. So I drew yeah. Siler, and I drew Claire. But in context of Mohinder and Siler, the very first uh, Mohinder and Siler thing I did was a, I wanted it for my profile on Gaia online for a banner. So I drew the little Siler and the little Mohinder and then my little Gaia avatar kind of fangirling over them. So that was like my first big Mylar thing, mm-hmm. as I remember it. So I'm like, but why those two? You ha- You could have drawn anyone. Why those two? Why those two? Because they're just adorable. Because I love the dynamic of those two as a, as characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, together. <laughs> it, it, it's it's the whole, like... Ugh, how do I even... <laughs> why why do you have to ask that question? Um, because that's that's the whole, like, half of why we're doing this episode. Is, is to figure out ourselves. Why these two? It could have been anybody. I think think that their I think their relationship is fun. The whole like that one is the villain of the show and that one is very much not the villain of the show. That's pretty much a trope about shipping too. Yes. In general. You have a bad guy with a good guy. They're uh the fact that Siler killed his father. Mm-hmm. And yet people are like, you know, oh they're just perfect together. And it's like <laughs> Well Hinder's never gonna forgive him, bro. No. Um I mean look at this episode, the one that we are talking about it afterward which is uh unexpected their mm-hmm. whole interaction in bozeman montana siler's like oh you know i'm not i'm into fate and destiny and i'm not just saying that because you're indian and their whole outside of the motel room conversation with siler being just like extra creepy about it and they're uh, <laughs> just being kind of like wide-eyed and like whatever about it <laughs> Pro- I, yeah how the hell do you, you pinpoint just like besides that it's really hard to think about isn't it i've been trying to think about it myself but I would say I'd have I'd struggle with that with any ship mm-hmm. because it's like 
The thing that's hard to explain about shipping is it's just so, I, I don't know if I want to say personal, but it's hard to untangle why certain characters do it for you and others don't even hit mm-hmm. your radar. A what lot else of do you what... even have in season one? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there were tons of ships in season one, but. All right. Like what? Peter and Claire. Well, Peter and that Claire, and then the that that got shot. Unless you don't care. Yes. Which, there's plenty of that going around. Because, I mean, okay, if we're going to do this, let's fucking do this. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm dying because I'm not supposed to do it. Um, <laughs> so, in Supernatural, Sam and Dean are the most popular ship on that show. They're brothers, you say. Yes, yes, they are. That doesn't stop anyone. In fact, it inspires them to go further. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. Heroes have that too. Nathan and Peter were a popular ship on the show. You can think whatever you want about it. We have our own opinions about it. But you can't deny that it was part of the fandom. Yes. Yeah. And opinions evolve over time and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, definitely. I mean, people's tastes change, whatever... <clears throat> excites them or inspires them change. A, a lot of the, the people I know, like, that's why I asked, first of all, why them and, and why drawing them is because you were inspired by these characters to create. And mm. for a lot of people, that's what fandom ends up being, um, whether it's art or fan fiction or any other type of thing. You just know that some characters are, you know, dare I say, your muse and... You go where the muse takes you. And sometimes you look back on it and you go, oh, really? Boy, I sure <laughs> did that. <laughs> you know? um, and then sometimes you're, you know, still happy with what you did. Because uh, I recently, as you said, you went on your DeviantArt. I went on my fanfiction.net profile not too long ago because it still exists. And uh, some of the stuff I was still really happy with, some of the stuff I was like, whoa, I was in a place. Um, so... <laughs> It's interesting because it's kind of it can be kind of a snapshot of who you were too, um, looking at your past works. But yeah, Siler and Mohinder, they scratch an itch of a real trope, like Rachel said, of the antagonistic relationship. Uh, I don't know how in depth we want to get here in terms of the graphicness of a lot of the content that I those mean, two inspire. Um. I don't well, feel like, like going back to, to the like yeah. the why and the how. I think that the yeah. not even this episode, but the one after Company Man. Oh, like, it's like, all it's all man. it's all Parasite Baby, Parasite yeah. Baby. Yeah, mm-hmm. that uh, that is certainly where things take a turn. And like I said, it's very tropey to like ship a villain with a hero. And you know, then you would be like, well, why not Siler and someone else? Don't worry, that's going to come later. In a big yes. way. But right now, he's just involved in Mohinder's story. He, That's the storyline he's he's part of. And they're the characters who spend the most time together right now. That will change. We're in spoiler town, so like... Yeah, this is spoiler Peter and bill. Siler don't spend very much time in season one together. No, they really don't. They have three or four major interactions. Probably three major and one minor. They've got Texas... They've got Mohinder's apartment, and then they've got New York and Kirby Plaza. So they don't really, like, anytime they come together, it's like the pinnacle of, like, a comic book, you know, altercation. They don't really get to know each other as people. Siler and Mohinder get to know each other as people. Sort of. Yeah. 
Melinda gets to get duped by Siler for a while. Yes. Yes, he does. Which is as much a part of that psycho's personality as anything. But when Mohinder gets to turn the tables, he gets to see a little glimpse of who this guy really is, too. Yes. And he's complicated. And that, I think, is the thing that really works. It's like, okay, I can't tell you how many times I've seen, yeah, you know, a, a villain and a hero. And I'm sure they would have had, like, good ship potential in other, you know, shows I watched or whatever. But what was really great about season one Siler Mohinder at the start was the fact that you're watching Siler, this character who is absolutely pwned, pretty much everybody he's come up against. And you watch him underestimate a guy who doesn't even have powers and who's almost the end of him. Mm-hmm. And that makes it a very interesting dynamic, like Rachel said, of like, oh, shit. Mohinder doesn't even have powers, and he could take Siler down, and that's something that a lot of people can't even say. Because he let himself get too close to him. Even though he was lying about who he was, he still let himself get too close to this guy. And that's where all the fun, like, the dynamic of it, the the back and forth comes in. And that's delicious. That's what you want. Siler severely underestimates Mohinder. Yeah, like, if we're in full spoiler territory, he gets taken down by Mohinder. He gets taken downtown. Um, he, if he wasn't so incredibly overpowered, he would be dead because of Mohinder. Yes. That would have been the end of his story. Right then and there. Because he got too damn arrogant. But, so what's great about it is that Mohinder, it's like, it's the constant turning of the tables. It's a power struggle with these two. With one being superhuman and the other being not. And that's interesting. But then you take this dynamic and you shift it into later season activity in season two. And it's so cool because you get to see Siler without powers go up against Mohinder who still doesn't have powers. And it's still just such a great back and forth between them. Yes. They're both struggling for dominance in this, in this you know... In their interactions. And he doesn't really have that with anyone else on the show. Not to that degree. Not to the, not not in the same way. No. Mahinder's not afraid to step up to him. No. Not at all. Um, but yeah, like, I guess going into, like I said, how you started with your art. Um, God damn. Well, it was, again, I, I think, after the season one finale. And I don't... I remember the first fan fiction that I wrote because of Heroes was genfic, which is to say not slash focused. It was uh, just general, you know, story stuff with whatever in it. It wasn't like just meant for the activity of a pairing of two characters. And I don't know. I do know that I kept seeing this art around that I thought was a cute style and was really fun with these two characters. And I had like, I saved a bunch of it on in my folders. I know that. And then, completely unrelated, end up in a chat room with this person over here and a, a Siler fan group chat room. Let's, let's you know. Yes. Yeah. We, know, we, we know who we are and what we are. <laughs> um, shout out to this army, Siler's army. Um, mm-hmm. So it brought a lot of us together. And I find out through crazy random happenstance that the person who draws all the great Mohinder and Siler art that I really like, it's this bitch right here. What? So I was a fan of her before I even knew who she was or became friends with her. Isn't that wild? 
Not wild. It's a wild. small world after all. <laughs> <laughs> it's destiny, Mohinder. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so, I, I don't... Yeah, it was like a mixture of just seeing people's artwork, so yours and other people's, mostly yours, um, and just people talking about them and seeing some fanfic, like on LiveJournal and stuff, and just being like, yeah, I like these two. I'm going to try to write these two. And then I ended up writing a, a small chunk of Mohinder and Siler fanfic. They were really fun to deal with. Because like I said, their, their relationship's so complicated. And you can take so many different ways with it. You know, with powers, without powers, you know. Like, one power, one, people, one of the people have, uh, one of the characters has powers, the other doesn't. And you can flip that around, too, because of events in Season 3. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it, but it still comes down to a core uh, of who they are and the conflicts that brought them together and the horrible things that Siler in particular has done regarding, like, murdering his father that have sent Mohinder's life onto a course that it wouldn't have been on otherwise. So they've been connected from the start. It's a big part of it, too. Oh, yeah, from, yeah. from the get-go, the whole reason Mohinder's there is because Siler killed his fucking father. Mm-hmm. And so he's there in New York because yep. of that. They're linked. And we see him dance around Siler from the very beginning with, like, looking for this man and discovering this is the reason his father's dead. Mm-hmm. And then getting to be unknowingly face-to-face with him. And Siler enjoying dangling the <laughs> fact that, like, <laughs> he killed this man's father and, like, Dancing around that fact while still pretending to be someone else. Dancing around it and then equally throwing it in his face yeah. while pretending to be someone else. He is um, too much. Yeah. You're watching me and I was like, Siler, fucking <laughs> chill. Dude, chill. Like, oh my god. He's just, he just wants, he needs the credit. He needs people to know he did the thing. Mm-hmm. And it completely conflicts with his need to also not be caught and to continue his subterfuges that allow him to keep doing the thing. He's a monster. (laughs) (laughs) He's a monster of ego and fucking id and just everything. He, he's, he's, yeah. He has no chill. (laughs) At least in season one, especially. Yeah, season one, because, uh, and I think a big part of that is the writers were still kind of deciding who this guy was going to be. Um, because, spoiler alert, he wasn't meant to live past season one. They were supposed to kill him at Kirby. Mm-hmm. But they liked Zachary Quinto too much, and who could blame him? So they kept him around. And he went from being a guest star to, uh, in the main cast, and arguably stole the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Um, and, but, like, yeah. I, I think as well, like, because Mohinder is, like, the first person Siler gets to really interact with as current Siler, not Gabriel. Yes. And not, like, in a cell or <laughs> actively trying to uh, hurt someone. Yeah. Like Asandra and, like, uh, Bennett. Mm-hmm. That, that's the we, thing, is it's like... Yeah, that's just, that was pretty much it, where it's like, yeah. Mohinder is, like, the first person he gets to fully interact with and kind of, like, you know, dance around in that way without being hunted fully. Yeah, he gets to be this version of himself that he is now. And he finds this weird level of acceptance from Mohinder, even though it doesn't exist. He convinces himself it exists. And he, dare I say it, thinks he's found a friend. Yes. (laughs) 
it's very much that tone. Like, I know you're probably listening to this and going, that's fucking ridiculous. But no, seriously, the way it's written and the way he's so betrayed by Mohinder taking the upper hand, mm-hmm. it's not the same like it is with Bennett. No. He's, uh, he's genuinely hurt, and that's new for him in this form. Because, I mean, you could tell Gabriel Gray didn't have a lot of friends. So. Yes. And it's just, oh, there's that. And then, okay, so that's like season one, really, is that push and pull. But then going deeper into season two, the two characters, due to circumstances, do not meet again until the end of season two. Yes. And when they do, it is arguably the showstopper, be-all, end-all of this OTP. (laughs) Like, (laughs) powerless is everything. It's everything. Like, I like Parasite. I like uh, 0.07%. Unexpected and run are fine. But when it comes to Mylar, I think powerless. Because Siler doesn't have his powers. And no. so he's just himself. And I love, I love him trying to maintain some sense of upper hand or domination against this character when he is on completely the same playing field as him and has to use things like a pedestrian weapon like a gun to, to get things done. And you know he hates that he has to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, the, uh, beyond that, the build-up, because, like, I've said it before, that, uh, hiatus is make-or-break fandoms. In yes. the build-up to seeing Mohinder and Siler again from the end of the finale, <laughs> leading up to Parasite, and, like, knowing that it was coming, due to, uh, putting clips together or whatever, and realizing that Siler is sitting in Mohinder's apartment. Which we did. <laughs> yes. The build-up to that, like, I think made it all the more fun when it happened. It did. It was, like, I think the show knew to use these two together in small doses mm-hmm. uh, because then it would make it better. Yeah. Uh, Cause yeah, powerless is the shit. It's, it's just, it's peak Mylar. It's everything you would want. They, and they have a lot of scenes together and they're fairly good scenes. Like they're fairly long. Yeah. And it just captures everything. It captures, you know, Siler's still stinging betrayal over the events of season one. It captures his need to be, the guy in charge and the guy on top, even though now he's just a pleb like anyone else. And his struggle to get out of that and to regain what makes him special. And the only person who can do it is this son of a bitch right here. Like, it has to be him. It's, you know, <laughs> Mohinder would obviously be the one who could fix him, but then he has to make him. And it's, just, oh, it's, it's so good. It's so good. And and a woman almost gets fridged in it. And it's everything heroes could ever want. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. It's true. <laughs> like, There's a reason it's the men of heroes panel. And oh, my God. You're not joking. <laughs> but, um, oh, yeah. It, it's everything. It's so good. And then the only other time we see them interact is for a brief moment in season three after, you know, Siler's been restored. But this is his identity crisis season. So he's got struggles in other places. He actually... Okay, so... Get ready for this if you've ever seen the show before. Though I don't know why you'd be listening to it if you if you haven't. But, um... So there's the company, and then there's Pinehurst. And Pinehurst is its own research facility. And Pinehurst is headed up by Arthur Petrelli, who's supposed to be super dead, but he won't be at this point. Um, so, various circumstances. He leads up this second company, if you will. 
And Peter ends up getting captured in that company. And of all the people that come and save him, it's Siler, which we don't have time to get into how we got there. (laughs) It's a trip. Mohinder, like, and Mohinder and Siler are like fun little bursts of conflict. Peter and Siler, I would argue, are the through line of the whole fucking show. Yes. They are, oh my god, their journey is so long, so complicated, and it's got, it's fraught with a lot of the stuff that makes Mylar good, but it has differences too that make it very different from that pairing. So Siler comes in to save Peter, and through a series of circumstances on the other side of things, Mohinder has powers now. He's got super strength, just go with it. And, uh... (laughs) The first thing he does when he sees Siler is he launches himself at him and tries to kill him without a single thought. It's so good. People were so mad about that. They were so mad. Yeah, because they were like, oh, we haven't seen these two characters together in so long and this is what we get. This bullshit. And it's like, no, this is perfect. (laughs) It is perfect. (laughs) This is keeping in line with what they are and, and, and what they do. And you know, like, the first person he would absolutely wreck if he could would be Siler. And yeah. he tries to. And he almost succeeds. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he can heal, but he doesn't know that. But um, <laughs> he bashes his head against concrete. And he's like, this is for my father. Like, it's very not subtle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Uh, that he stopped before he could do it. But yeah, that's the only other time they share um, significant screen time. Because uh, there's a lot of circumstances that surround that. But there's an absolute desert of Mylar in season four. It doesn't exist. Well, like, didn't he watch his body get burned? He was there. I was going to say that. He was there at the body burning. I don't know if I count that. But yeah, that wasn't shit in season four. <laughs> no, there's nothing. It's a desert. There's absolutely nothing in season four. No. And then the show ends. Boop. <laughs> Wah, wah. Which okay, all right. Let's let's get into further things then. Could you imagine if they'd gotten Quinto to be in Reborn? That they might have. They might have had a chance to, to to do something together. Like there could have been a real chance of a Mylar reunion. <laughs> there could have been. I mean, like if they would have gotten other cast members, I think we'd have had a different Reborn than what we got. Well, yeah. Because yeah, but... Sentel did do Reborn. He did. He did. Uh, Grunberg did it. Coleman was like the the anchor of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christine Rose else? did it. Yes. Masioka did it. Yes. So they, they did get a good chunk of like the main they cast did. people to do it, just not like some yeah. of the more bigger cast people, and obviously the people that died. <laughs> <laughs> Pazdar's like, I would have done it. It's like, shut up, Adrian. You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in the show proper because he's not in the show, but. Peter and Siler are off being freedom fighters. That is canon. That is in a book that is mm-hmm. that takes place during Reborn. Mm-hmm. And I would absolutely die to see what their interactions would be like now. Because it does nothing changes the past, you know? No. Nothing changes how they got there or what Siler did to Mohinder personally. And yet Siler does a big face turn. He he is not a villain at the end of the show. He makes some choices and goes through um, an existential crisis aided by Matt Parkman's mental fuckery and a friend. And um, 
And he becomes a different character in a lot of ways. And I would have loved to have seen what those two in a room would be like now. I would say, because he'd be with Peter. Because mm-hmm. Peter would be hanging out with them because that's what they do. That's and... literally what they do, yeah. <laughs> and Peter would be like, give him a chance. And Henry would be like, I won't kill him to get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, right? I could see it being like that. Like, like I won't fire this gun at you because I know what she'll do. But I'm yeah. not happy about it. <laughs> Yeah. But don't fucking talk to me. Get the hell out of my face. Oh, and we would have loved it. <laughs> yep. You'd be like, yep. I changed my hinder. I don't want to fucking hear it. You killed my father. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. And then Silent can be like, yeah, but I killed his brother and we're like really close now. <laughs> You're being petty. <laughs> <laughs> and then like oh Peter's kind of like, well, Nathan kind of deserved it. but <laughs> Peter's like, I mean, I love my brother, but you know. <laughs> We, we, Mohinder, it's just like, look, I know you can't understand what we have because you didn't spend five years in a dreamscape, you know, together, <laughs> but forgiveness is important. <laughs> Can you know. imagine, like, if it was Mohinder and Siler stuck oh in a dreamscape for fucking five God, they just, he just would have tried to kill Siler for, like, five years. Yeah, like, pretty much. <laughs> they wouldn't be, they wouldn't be breaking down the wall together, figuratively and literally. <laughs> they don't like, have the same, like, power... <clears throat> thing that Peter and Siler did. No. That's the whole reason why they danced around, because Peter was arguably the most powerful hero, and Siler was the most powerful villain. Yes. Even though, again, we'd argue that probably hero is more or less the most powerful hero, but that's, you know... Well, it depends on which version. We've already had this conversation. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, He's up there, though. Um... (laughs) Yeah, oh, God, that's hilarious. Now I'm just picturing that now. It's fucking itchy and scratchy over here. (laughs) <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a wall universe. Yep. Yep. It's killing each oh, other I the tried whole to time. Kill Siler today. I've got five oh. years to figure out a way to turn his power completely <laughs> off and kill him. Yep. Yeah, right? He's like, I'm doing my research. I'm gonna stab you with this needle. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, what kind of groundhog day bullshit? Alright. Um, yeah, they're, they're just such a big piece of season one in particular, but also just a big piece for both of us. Yay. So I thought it would be fun to, to dig into the nuts and bolts of them a little bit. And, and it'd be cool to do, I think like more of these with like more character groupings, not necessarily like ship pairings, but yeah, you know, gotta do one on Mylar. That's like, you just gotta, we have to, we have to, because it's important to us yep. and our friendship. Yep. And how we met each other and how we met lots of our friends. Yes, indeed. indeed. Nope. Don't worry, other friends. We won't say names. This is our story to tell, and we can own and accept by talking about it for ourselves. We're not going to throw anyone else out there under the bus. <laughs> yeah, I have to say, I was like, I was fully willing to be like, yeah, this was my fanfiction.net name, and now I'm like, no, you know what? I just looked at that recently. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> you can it's... figure it out if you go to my Twitter and shit. You can fig- you can find me. It's not an issue. You can't find me. No. I don't think. Anyway. I think you can find <laughs> me based off stuff, but like... I was yeah. smart with my fanfic.net name. It's the name I've used uh, never again on anything else, so... Oh, there you go, yeah. there you go. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was an important part of the fandom for both of us, and... It brought us here. It's two heroes fangirls defending the show's honor. Yep. <laughs> yep. And, and, and both, you know, absolutely 100% certain that Mohinder would kill Siler. If he could. <laughs> and if it stuck. Yes. That's why they're so great. 
yeah. Oh. We, this is not the popular take on that pairing, but like, no, no, it is not. <laughs> no, it is not at all. Good lord, were people angry about that Pinehurst scene? <laughs> yeah, I just love him. He's like, "Fuck you, die!" And so I was just like, "Come on, dude." <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Even when he was getting his head bashed in, you could just get the feeling of like, "Come on, man!" Like that was a year ago or whatever. <laughs> let's, let's all calm down. <laughs> oh boy. Yep. So yeah. Ping the future. Uh, this was Mylar. We just thought it'd be fun to do a little, little tribute to Sailor Mohinder in the show and also in the fandom because it's important to us. Even though, if you asked us who our favorite like ships and characters are now, it wouldn't it wouldn't be the same as it was ten years ago or whatever. So yeah, yeah no, probably not. Like twelve yeah. years ago is what. Well, <laughs> yeah. but you know that's how these things go. People change. They evolve. They do. So they're evolutionary imperatives. <laughs> Son of a bitch, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I had to, though. You didn't, so I had to. Oh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, are you going to reach your maximum potential? <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, well, thank you for joining us for Ping the Future. Future, future, A uh, special on Mylar and your two hosts. And we'll see you next time over in the regular podcast over on Eclipse. But yeah, see you then. Bye. Bye-bye.